Uh, this episode features significant spoilers for everything related to Final Fantasy VII and its remake and upcoming things, so you've been warned. As soon as you hear about Final Fantasy VII in our chats, you probably want to skip ahead, and Ken will give you a timestamp. You can skip all the way up until... Till about the hour 15, hour 16 mark. So please advise. Did you put a noise gate on? No, I'm just clapping the exact same time as you are. I guess when you're when you're hearing it. Oh, maybe because I'm not because it's like I don't hear you at all. <laughs> all right, you recording. Th- this is record. how it works, Timber. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, is this what it's supposed to be like? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right. Well, good evening, everyone, and thank you. For- <laughs> I look over now. Baku posted this picture of my uh, my aunt-in-law, or yeah. I guess my my girlfriend's aunt's cat. Just the eyes of it, and I just look over in Discord, and it's staring at me. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> but hello, welcome everyone. Welcome to Potosaurus. My name is Lou. Uh, in my new, slightly echoey sounding new stream room, and joining me we have Ken. Hello. And that's it, because I think, I don't know what Timber's doing. Timber's like, I don't think if I, I can make the, the pot, 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 pot stegosaurus on, uh, on the 28th. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, hmm. So, radio silence. He's off getting that money so he can get, uh, what was it, Glover? <laughs> yeah. They, they announced Glover their limited run, so he's probably busy saving up money so he can buy the rest of himself oh my god like, sorry like i'm just like realizing how thin our walls are our flooring is <laughs> wait why is she sorry i thought my girlfriend was coming down the stairs if she does i apologize in advance we're getting used to this like my office is directly under the living room so i have to be careful how much shit i'm talking about her while she's home um and, and like busted. it's an older house <laughs> Yeah, she'll be like, "What?" She'll come and be like, "Stop besmirching my boy!" Because every time I talk shit on biscuits, she's like, "Stop besmirching him!" Because I use that word one time, and she clung to it. But yeah, the living room's right above my my office, and then like, it, the house was built in the 1930s, so it, it's older. It's not bad. It's filled with spiders in the basement. I'm not a fan of that. I'm gonna buy some spray tomorrow and spray the hell out of everything in here. And then built a new desk, because my desk broke while we were moving it. So much stuff. All, again, all my stuff broke, because that's always how it happens. Because, yeah. It's been it's been a hectic time moving to this place a, a little over a week ago. So, how, about, how are you doing, though? I'm alright. We are starting to do full transition back into the office. Starting mm-hmm. next week for my job. And they're doing this whole thing 
I'm, I'm gonna technically be working tomorrow, but not at my desk. I'm going to be doing some mascot work on tomorrow oh. and Friday. <laughs> it's because you're the only one with the interesting qualification of having been a mascot somewhere before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I am going to be doing mascot work, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to do a Insta-Live or whatever the fuck it's called, because I'm the fuck I, I don't know. I'm just an old man. <laughs> At this point, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we need you. We need you, Kensan, to go in and be in the, in the the suit again because we need to make sure that everything goes off without a hitch. And we're gonna do a dry run, mm. and then we are gonna do the real run on Friday. And I'm like, cool. Hopefully, we don't do it early in the morning that we see some homeless guy just walking across, because that is a problem in Hawaii." <laughs> You know what'll be interesting is when your daughter's old enough that she can ask you what you've done for work, that she'll put the pieces together and like that string will carry and you'll ruin mascot characters at Dis- <clears throat> at Disney for her. Oh yeah. Because I'm... she'll find out that you used to do mascot work, then she'll be like, Wait, those aren't really Chip and Dale and you're like, Oh shit. And that's just gonna happen one day be while you innocuously tell her about the jobs you've done yes that's that's like one of the things i gotta keep i gotta quote unquote keep the illusion <laughs> mm-hmm. so i remember like remember when as a kid when i found out like but by, by the way spoiler for anyone listening santa isn't real just in case you're wondering ah, santa isn't real <laughs> i was told that randomly one day when i was eight from my mom she's like you know santa's not real right i'm like and as a kid i'm like oh yeah totally i'm just like what the fuck because i was eight so I remember when I got older, I was like, I'm never going to tell my kids about it. She's like, why would you ruin that that, that bit of like magic. magical childhoodness? I'm like, you ruined it for me casually when I was eight years old. Like, what magical illusion when I was were you keeping up? Apparently it was too much of a bother for you when I was eight. So it's okay. I never wanted to if, do that. If, if I'm going to ruin anything <laughs> for my child for Christmas, I'm just going to say real Americans don't eat KFC. And then they'll just like break the Japanese image. Of, that, of Christmas. <laughs> that's funny. It's so funny that that comes up both in Japan and here. People have asked me about it because, like, um, girlfriend's family just went to go visit them. Yeah. And I think her grandpa might have been stationed in Japan at some point or someone in the family was. Yeah. And um, one of her uncles is married to a woman from the Philippines. So he's like, does Japan do that the KFC thing, too? Because it made its way to the Philippines, I believe. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, why do they do that? And I'm like... KFC started an elaborate thing to sell more chicken during the holidays and said that Americans do that. Saying it's the American thing. (laughs) Yeah. And then American GIs would buy it because they're like, well, they have fried chicken and that's close to turkey. So it was kind of like the opposite happened where like they started the thing, Americans then saw it and they're like, oh yeah, we'll get some, whatever. And then people believed that to be the cause. Like, no, it was... An it was the other way around. Elaborate ad revenue scheme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Japan's really weird about, like, like the kernel and stuff like that. Do you remember across from um, the the college in in Tokyo? Yeah, that we were at that. Uh, they just had like the, the the kernel statue outside the front of it. Oh yeah. Which they, was like just normal. I'm like this is weird. Yeah, they, this was not a, a good man. They 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 dress him up every time. There's like something like a holiday, so like Christmas, they dress him up as the Santa thing, and Halloween, they put like a spooky mask on him, and then uh, per pandemic days, they put a real mask on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
And I mean, if I, if I'm gonna like break any illusions of what my daughter thinks of Americans, it's just gonna be the ah yeah, we just we don't eat KFC and I just carry around an M4 and you everywhere I go apparently. <laughs> I'm happy you brought back up the, the, what you were saying because I'm like, how do we get on the topic of KFC? <laughs> because uh, <laughs> I can't keep track of what we talk about. But, no, yeah, I'm just working full-time at the office is going to be starting up again and I'm just like, oh, hey, my soul is going to be crippled to the Japanese market again. Plus, it ain't as busy as we need it to be, so it's going to be mm-hmm. hella slow. And then my boss, he got the rona and then because of just when he was about to be okay from it he got uh um he got pink eye because all the bacteria from him him coughing just went up into his glasses oh no (laughs) that's that's a that's a double whammy that i wouldn't expect yeah so he's out for another week so I I don't even see him for like at least when we start working the weekend for office again and even then I don't even know if he's going to be there so it might just be me in the office alone just dicking around I guess (laughs) no no I'm like I know COVID's terrible and I don't ever want to get it but I'd rather have that than pink eye because pink eye is just the fucking worst it's so gross yeah it's so gross man dude like it's 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 really bad. Yeah. I told you right. I had it like like a month or two ago, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, most time when you get it, it's from not just bacteria. It's from shit getting yeah. into your eyes. So it's like yeah. ew. Yeah. So, but yeah. No, I'm just excited to don don the outfit. I guess <laughs> video games. Yeah. <laughs> you've been playing i've been playing so i mean i've been we've been in this place since like when do we move in the 20 we've been in here since the what fucking day did we move in okay literally like it was a, a week this past sunday but we were in the house from sunday to wednesday and then we're gone from wednesday night until monday afternoon so we have been out of town longer than we have been in this house so far so, I haven't played a whole lot. I On the trip, I get motion sickness, so I can't play games in cars or read anything or do... I can look at my phone and watch videos, but I can't play games or read in the car. So, like, I brought my PSP with me, which was, like, that was my favorite thing. I was like, I'm bringing my PSP. I bought three PSP games before I went on the trip. I bought Ridge Racer, I bought Ape Escape on the Loose, and I bought Dragon Ball Evolution. Did not right. play many of any of those. Ape Escape is not fun on handheld like that. But I was going to say you're going you're gonna to be doing the claw for most of the time. The, it's the, the the camera's too slow to even bother doing the claw. Like mm. it's just like, uh, okay. I'm going to try it on the three thousand and see if it's any better than the one thousand because I'm using a one thousand and the D pad on that thing sucks. Mm. I need to like, mod it to fix it. But that one's thicker and it's better for my hands. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I played a little bit of Second um, Star Ocean Second Evolution, which I beat. Star Ocean 2 on stream, but there's two playthroughs, and I'm playing through the version, the story I didn't with characters I didn't get. Because there's mm. like 12 characters, but you only can recruit 8 per story, and the PSP version has an extra character who wasn't in there before. So I got her. I have all, like basically a completely different party this time around, except for like the four standard ones. So I'm just wait, I'm missing one character. So I played a little bit of that, played a little bit of Apescape on the Loose, 
And then outside of that, I've just been playing. I'm still playing Star Wars until the end of time. Because hmm. I kept joking that we're going to be playing Star Wars until the end of June. And here we are, what, two or three days out from the end? Two days out from the end of June. We're probably going to finish Star Wars until the end of time tomorrow. <laughs> On the 29th, so I was not lying. And that's it. That's all I played. I even, like, set up all my shit upstairs. I just got my Xbox set up. I just got my Switch set up. Got the PS4. I want a PS5. I want a PS5. I'm so tired. Of I look at my PS4 and I'm like, I don't like you at all. Get out of here. You don't belong. You're, you, do, you don't fit well in my setup. I have an Xbox Series X. I have a Switch OLED. And then the PS4 Pro is just sitting there like an idiot. And it doesn't belong. <laughs> so I'm just waiting to replace that. But we got all that set up now. And that's it. I'm going to keep rambling. That's, that's, that's all I've played. What have you played? Uh, so I've been playing a couple of things. So I bought the Capcom Fighting Collection over the weekend. And... That, that's very interesting. They included a lot of different versions of Darkstalkers, especially mm-hmm. with one that wasn't released in the States. So it was yeah, only I was about to say, weren't a arc- couple of those like Japan-only games? Yeah, for the first I think time? it was Vampire Hunters 2 or something like that. And then what's very interesting, you can choose which region of the game. Is uh, this the first time you've ever bought a Capcom collection? Yes. Okay, so that's been standard in those, which is... Um, a really nice feature because they have um, the all the Mega Man ones. You can play the U.S. or the Japanese ones because nobody wants PAL copies of things because they almost never have anything in, like unique or interesting. So you get both in there, and I think some like the balance for difficulty is very different too. Or if the U.S. version patched or vice versa, mm. so it's nice that they have that stuff in there. Yeah, it is very very nice to be honest. So it's. So I played Puzzle Fighters and all that stuff as well, and or Gem Fighters, how it is in uh, Jap in Japanese, and it's it's very nice. And all of them, all of them have an online mode, rollback netcode with rank. Plus, what's very interesting with the if you want to play rank, you can choose which games you want to be in rank, and then when mm-hmm. you get matched up with someone, it'll just fling you to that game. So you oh, can choose, nice. you can choose five games. You can choose all of the games in the collection, and you can just wait. And then once someone has a lobby open for it for a rank game or a free play, you'll just get thrown in, and then you'll just have to be aware of what game you're playing, <laughs> which might How suck the for. Netcode for it? So it's rollback netcode, so it's not too bad. It'll start on I think four four frames, so not mm-hmm. too bad. So, I'm stupid. What does that mean? I've never understood what rollback netcode means. So, basically, it gives you leeway if you're doing inputs. Okay. So, basically, it'll take whatever frames or amount of frames, give it or take whatever the game is, and it'll just adjust to what it is to your time. So, unless it's, like, really freaking bad, (laughs) Mm -hmm. for the most part, like, two to three or, like, two to four frames isn't going to be as bad. So, but at okay. that point, you're just counting for frames. <laughs> I was wondering because that new that JoJo game that's coming out apparently has rollback in it, and it's really bad. Mm. So I was wondering if rollback always means it's good, or if it's just it depends on how they implement it. It just depends how they implement it. A rollback netcode means usually that it's going to be fairly good for the netcode, but it's just depending on how the the company uses their their. N- 
internet system as well. Robot network, uh, robot netcode as of right now is industry standard. Some games don't have it. Um, like up until a long time ago, none of Axis's or not Axis's, um, Arc Systems games never had it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was the first game that had netcode, rollback netcode in it. So like when they re-released uh, Ultimax for Persona Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, that had net co- uh, rollback netcode, and everyone was fucking cheering because the the, the inter- online play was super bad on the original, if I remember correctly. But besides, I that, really hate that Dragon Ball Fighters is called is pronounced that not Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It really bothers fighters. me. I just like go- I'm I googled it right now just to make sure. Yeah, and I really hate that it's called Fighters. Yeah, as much as I want to say Fighter Z, it's pronounced Fighters. I got umped actually at a tournament because of that and I was like yeah sure whatever whatever's but besides that I um after playing some games of the quarry I've also played Three Hopes uh, Fire Emblem which is the Musou Mm. game for Three Houses now do you kind of care what I'm gonna spoil about this? I guess spoilers for Three Houses. I know. I'm 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 never gonna play Three. I tried playing Three Houses. The gay options are terrible, and I stopped playing because I'm not interested enough. Okay. Um. So yeah, this is old history game. <laughs> Basically, the character that you're playing, um, you've got you face Byleth like before the game happens. Hmm. And you get a I I guess in the quote unquote original timeline. You, that character gets killed by Byleth, but in this mm-hmm. alternate history, you have awakened the same power that Byleth has, or a similar power that Byleth has. So he turns into like this ultra ancient form, and was able to repel Byleth's attack from before the game starts. Mm-hmm. And then instead of Byleth meeting the the students in the forest, it's the new character, and you can name both Byleth and this new character, so they don't even call. You, your name, and kind of like how the original Three Houses was. They, I think they called huh. Byleth like the like the bl- the blessed protector or some shit like that. I forget what his incanet name is, but basically, you meet the students in the woods, and it's a Musou style game where you're going to be attacking everyone, all the bandits in the woods. So instead of doing the strategy version of that battle, you are doing the Musou version of that battle, and it's still like how Fire Emblem Warriors was originally, but they really relied more on the weapon system. So basically saying that, yeah, axes can only do good damage against swords, but spears can do do good damage against you, while while vice versa and all that stuff for the the weapon Mm -hmm. triangle. So it's very interesting. I played the first two two or three chapters as of right now. And basically, it's just an alt history thing, and it's kind of a throwaway as of right now. I'm kind of interested to see what will happen, because it does say up until Chapter 4, it's like a real Fire Emblem game, where if any of the commanders or the students die in on the field, they'll die like how they do in a Fire Emblem game. They'll die Can forever. Can you play um, in like a casual mode where you don't yep. have to? Okay. There's a lot of different menus. I think there is a a 
it's it's after chapter four, which is like how it is in the real game, where chapter four is like after the 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 test, I believe, the the three houses test for for the regular game. So you can have that. You can have them also a part of the menu saying or the UI saying, hey, if you want to be very very explanative of what things are on the field right now you can have that mode on so basically it's like baby's first muso so if you haven't played a muso game before it'll basically hold your hand and be like hey mm-hmm. this guy is over here this guy is over here and it'll kind of alight to what's going on on the field this guy is getting attacked and stuff like that but since i played a good old muso game i already know how that happens so i took all that shit off then the obviously the difficulty modes so like the original three houses you have to choose a house and i i chose red eagles again because <laughs> how convenient just just saying just, just, just saying. Picking Elgard, Elgard, my queen. Oh my god, my queen, my empress. <laughs> but mm. yeah, no, it's it's interesting. It's good to see all the. It it's been a while since I I haven't touched three houses since I beat it that one summer like two years ago. I didn't even play the DLC for for three houses. That's I was just like so overwhelmed to try and beat that game i don't think i think three that was one of the first fire, fire emblems i've ever beaten and it really gripped me so and i played a whole bunch of them i played awakening and and conquest and all that crap but nothing really got me like three houses so but overall i'm liking it i'm they all the Muso games, whenever they don't do a regular Dynasty Warriors, when they have to do an IP, they think of some very interesting ways to use that IP very much fourth month. I really did like how they did Fire Emblem Heroes a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really too surprised of like they're using the same assets. Like so one guy that has a a spear will be the horse guy and he'll just basically only be on his fucking horse kind of thing so i'm kind of used to certain things they reused a lot of ui stuff from the original original games the music they revamped some of the music and i forgot how much i really loved three houses's music so it was it was a nice trip down memory lane now i think the story is going to deviate very much so after chapter four because i think chapter four is when um edelgar's plan is gonna mm-hmm. be fully, fully uh, shown, and they hint at it. Basically, I don't think you should play this game unless you beat Third Three Houses. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like either way, whether it been like a sequel or how they're doing it, like it seemed like you really needed that background of like what the hell's going on to really appreciate it enough. Yeah, and so like they even hint at Edelgard's plan within the first chapter. Like as soon as they get back to the 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 house, and if you chose uh, Black Eagles, they they mm. mention saying, "Oh yeah, we could use someone like you for further down the line." And then her like retainer was like, "I don't think we can trust him with how everything's going on. Should we do it this year, even kind of thing?" Mm. So overall, I'm liking it. I'm probably gonna probably beat it within the next month or so so 
when I do finish it, I'll let you know and give you an update of what my final thoughts is. Yeah. But as of right now, I think I'm I'm really liking it. I'm really really liking it. So I know I need to eventually procure a copy because girlfriend really likes Fire Emblem and she wants to play it. She's never played a Warriors game before, I don't think, or she might have only played Dynasty Warriors a long time ago. Mm. So I'm hoping she'll still enjoy it though. But she she just said, well, if it's a Fire Emblem game, I'll like it. I'm like, okay. I hope, hope you do. I, I wonder. I think you should kind of test the waters and have her play the the original Fire Emblem Wars because it, it the battle system is fairly similar. Granted, it's just a different UI because of she likes Fire Emblem, but I know she really liked Three Houses, so I'm sure mm. I get her. She'd be far more interested just because all the characters from Three Houses are there. Mm, okay. Okay. So like, I don't think pulling up Fire Emblem Heroes would or the Fire Emblem Warriors would really help. Because mm-hmm. while she did like Fates, I don't think she ever finished them. Yeah. And that's the biggest focus of that one was, like, Conquest and Birthright. Yeah. Well, but regardless, like I said, I'm enjoying my time, and I can't wait for more, pretty much. Plus, I love Musa. I love Dynasty Warriors, so... Mm-hmm. See, I liked um, Hyrule Warriors. I never got Age of Calamity. I wanted to get it, but, like... didn't. It came out when I was broke, and I just never got it, because Nintendo games never go on sale. Yeah. I think that's very interesting what they're doing now is that they're doing a they're doing a specific part of the franchise and making mm-hmm. a full Musou game of it because this is the second time that they did an old history game because uh, Calamity is like that. Well, wasn't Calamity a prequel? Calamity is a prequel per se, but the thing is, once you see what happens in the first five minutes, you'll understand that this might be alt history. <laughs> okay, so it's... I was trying to remember, because like, I never got it. Let me see. Let me look. The little robot thing goes back in time and tries to warn everyone. <laughs> okay, so it's like one of those, like, it, it, it is a prequel, but it's uh, being fucked with. Okay, gotcha. Like, I want to get it, but I've just been I've been so burned out on Zelda. Like, yeah, n- I I just can't enjoy Zelda currently. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, but granted, I've I've I don't I don't even know if I can be excited for whatever the fuck the sequel is gonna be. That's that's why like I I I do not understand how Zelda fans can't shut the fuck up because like I'm, I'm gonna be honest, Breath of the Wild pretty much. <laughs> killed a lot of my motivation for playing Zelda not that it was so bad or anything but like I played it it was so long and it's not that I want to play Breath of the Wild or something like it again I don't want to play any Zelda anymore like most of the time like I got um, well, Puddin sent me uh, Skyward Sword HD and I started I'm like eh I didn't like Link's Awakening remake and I never got picked up Age of Calamity so I've just been like every time I think of Zelda I just get like fatigued thinking about it it's such a weird feeling. Yeah, no, I can kind of understand. I think yeah. it's just too much. Like, the Switch has Breath of the Wild, Triforce, uh, Breath of the Wild, Skyward Sword HD, Link's Awakening remake, Hyrule Warriors, Asia Calamity, um, and... Then it got like and then, like a lot of other stuff. Like they also got a bunch of stuff on like the stores and like the um, what do you call it? Like the the game. Like they've released the stuff on the virtual console things on those apps. 
So it's just like so much Zelda stuff is playable and I'm just so over it. I'm so over this series. Then they're like, why don't we have Wind Waker in, in Twilight Princess? Don't you have enough? <laughs> I would like one more game from a series I like, please. Oh no. Just just Zelda, I guess. No, no. That- Between Zelda and, and Resident Evil, two series I really like. Those are just two series I'm so fatigued on now that I'm just like, the thought of them just makes me so sleepy. <laughs> Anyway, what we're talking about, I just going on a mini rant there. No, 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 no. We we're going about Muso, but I'm pretty much excited. But we'll we'll see. I, I kind of want to hold my interpretation on the story as much as you know. That's always a big thing in these Muso games. As of right now, it's been a huge focus. Not like how it was beforehand. Because like when they have an IP one, they've been trying to dictate a specific story which i kind of do like mm. like the one i they do did. like that they've been incorporating more from like each because like when they first start out like more or less uh hyrule warriors is pretty much warriors with the zelda skin it's got a little bit of zelda stuff in it yeah but like since then they're starting to incorporate a lot more of the like the the ip they're they're making they're like a lot more of that identity is in it so they all feel they don't feel like warrior like reskin warriors game now they feel like those series but in a, like in a warriors mold yeah which i honestly don't mind i honestly mm-hmm. don't mind but besides that i've been kind of fidgeting around once again with the the playstation premium plus premium stuff and actually i found a game in it that i it, it kind of brought me back like 10 years ago mm-hmm. and I actually fell in love with this game back then, but not on the console and not on PC. I fell in love with this game when I was playing on the phone. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that is Civilization's Re- Revolutions. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that they made a console version for these games. And basically, it's like the kiddie, non-serious version of Civilization, the, the franchise. And this was the only game of the Civilization franchise to get ported to consoles so wasn't it not just ported to consoles it was only on consoles there is there's still no let's see there's still no windows version there's like there's a windows phone version yeah but this was like the because i was trying to remember i'm like this was like the like um what do you call it like this was the console only civ game yeah, and it makes sense to be honest because it has like a lot. It's it doesn't take tax a lot, and it's very it's more cartoony. If if you want to make that, mm-hmm. <laughs> so for for a sib game, and how they I mean do, the art style alone is very different. Yeah, the art style alone it's not like realistic or like more humanoid. It's just like cartoon from like the fucking like nine, 80s or 90s styles of mm-hmm. cartoons and just the body proportions alone but and and then obviously they still have the stereotypes of stuff from the 80s and 90s but good lord because uh they they don't use the actual language for certain countries they just make a a simlish language and some of them can be kind of borderline racist <laughs> So it's 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 interesting, but I found it on the plus premium 
for PS5, and I've been just playing the fuck out of that game. And what's is that part of the PS3 streaming? Yes. So what's very interesting, I, I haven't tested any other games with this because um, I, I'm, I have no faith in the streaming aspects of the games unless I have it hooked up uh, through Ethernet. Mm. And I think this game was pre the aspect that all games for PS3 had to have trophies because I've been playing this game nonstop and I haven't got a single ding for trophies yet. <laughs> I think that might... Yeah, I think it was prior to it. Yeah, Civ Rev does not have trophies. Yeah, so... Yeah, the and sequel I mean, does, but that one does not. I didn't even know they made a sequel. <laughs> yeah, they made it, and it did not... It's on. It's one of those Vita exclusive games, too. It's like on Vita and Bones. <laughs> well, that looks like a Vita game I'm going to have to find now. By the way, please tell me you played the DS version of Civ Rev. Yes, it's it's fucking horrible. It looks like Advance Wars. Yeah, yeah, it's basically like it. So, but I've been playing a whole lot of that. I'm like looking to see if anything explains it. The DS version. I'm just like looking at it. I'm like, oh, I'm sure. I remember people saying it was a good game on there, but very different. That's weird. It came out like, no, never mind. No, no, it did come out at a weird time, huh? <laughs> okay, yeah, it had a weird release date. B, anything outside of Sibrev? I just realized I had my mic muted when I was trying to explain stuff. No, okay, no. Yeah, I was just like, you just like went dead quiet. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is this is your fucking topic. You stay on it. Yeah, no, Don't but let me like, carry look, your conversation. Look, look at looking at the screenshots I'm seeing here. Yeah, it does look like fucking like <laughs> Advance Wars <laughs> <laughs> for the DS version. But no, I'm like very interested, and I've been playing. Like I said, I've been playing the fuck out of this game. Like. At least over twenty hours, give or take. <laughs> and for for me as a working man now, it's that that's a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like even me, like I know my job is playing games, but like me actually like spending any like significant like free time with games, it's like maybe an hour a day tops if I'm lucky. Yeah, but you know, ever since our last episode, we had a couple of. Uh, new news come out so shall we kind of shift into those now yeah we've had like a decent amount of it in there um do you want to go through the announcements from today and then we can work way backwards yeah sure that's okay well first one i'll go off which i know you're not going to care um mega man battle network got announced as a collection i fucking care because i was going to oh, talk about this i was going to talk okay, about okay i couldn't remember if you liked it or not i'm really sad because it is not announced for xbox and i have all the other collections on xbox yeah what the fuck capcom it's are you personally attacking me constantly this year like everything you're saying is just something to make me angry <laughs> literally have all the other collections on xbox why is it not on there well for now I which think is really because remember they took a couple days especially i don't i don't I, I don't remember when they announced the other ones i've gotten them all in the past like you know four months yeah so it's just weird to me because i'm like I have all the other ones on there, and it's weird. To, another thing that's weird is the Switch and PS4 versions of their previous collections were considered the worst versions of their previous collections because of input lag. Yeah. So it's like, how is it not on the one system that was good input? <laughs> good okay, whatever. Input. So, 
I, I just care for it because... So, I grew up watching the, the show. Mm-hmm. But I had no money to buy any of the games. So, I've always wanted to play specifically Bad Network because I've loved, loved, loved the show. So... So this must means so this means that they still need to do Star Force next as a collection. Yeah. That'll be the only one that they haven't done yet. There's oh, those one. and then the console RPGs like NT Warrior and Command Mission. Yeah. Which is really weird because you know how they say they're very anti Mega Man, they're anti new Mega Man. They don't want they don't want to be like Psh, we don't want money for all this old shit. They're anti new Mega Man at this point. Mega Man 11 came out three years ago, maybe four now, but it's it's fairly recent. Yeah. Considering the break in between that and 10 was like a decade. (laughs) (laughs) And between 9 and 8 was like, I think, also a decade. 9 and. Yeah, 9 and 8 was about a decade, give or take, because I remember having 8. And that was on the PS1. (laughs) Mm hmm. Like, the tail end of PS1, but the PS1 regardless. And I think 9 was PS3, if I remember correctly. It was PS3 and Wii. It was like a WiiWare game, and then they ported it to PS3. Yeah. So, it's 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 very weird what the Mega Man franchise is for Capcom. <laughs> but, I can't wait. I am actually looking mm. forward to this collection. I really, really am. So... That that's the only good news out of Nintendo. Yeah, I mean they had other news too. Um, Monkey Island's getting a new entry, Return to Monkey Island, which I just saw that. Sorry, Neat. when you said I Monkey like Island, the... I kind of blacked out. When you said Island, I was like Monkey Ball. They made they announced a new Monkey Ball game. <laughs> I mean they made that collection a couple a year or so ago, and I think they're trying to revive Monkey Ball. I still yeah. find it weird that the series behind that, or the, <laughs> the, the studio Yakuza behind man. that series, is the Yakuza team. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if they'll make any more because, like the you know the the main head of Yakuza was also like the brain, like the person behind Monkey Ball. Not that they can't exist without it, but like I think he was the primary one keeping them making it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's that new Monkey Island's coming out. Um, they showed more of that Rabbit sequel, which I don't care about. Um, the this is kind of just interesting to me. The Dragalia Lost developers, which was the one gotcha game I played because they actually gave you yeah, a lot the si- of stuff. The Psy the si- Games guys. Yeah, they're made. They made a game called Little Noah or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's like a roguelike game. I'm gonna check it out because I actually really liked how they so handled Dragalia Lost. I really wish they'd let them make a Dragalia Lost console game. But yeah, maybe one day. I, maybe, I th- especially because they're like, yeah, we're done with the story. They can make another entry. It would be nice if they, like, if they just made, like, compiled the story and then made, like, an RPG, like, a a home, like, you know, a Switch game of, like, the whole story just for people because it's shutting down. Yeah. So, like, why not just, like, make something that everyone can enjoy the thing then? No, Uh, exactly. Let's see what else came out. What else came out? Um... Uh, I guess, I don't know if anyone cares, Persona 3, 4, and 5 are coming to Switch, so people can shut the hell up now. You're getting 3, 4, and 5. It's coming to everything, so neat. It's coming to everything. Now you can just whine because you're not getting Soul Hackers (laughs) 2. 
my friend was like, finally, Royal has come to the Switch. And I'm like, you haven't even beaten any of the games. So why the fuck mm-hmm. are you happy? You're just going to buy it again. Get to the first. You're going to get to not even rescue and and beat Kamashita's Palace. Mm-hmm. And then bitch about, like, oh, it's too too long. It's too long. He's done this with Golden. He's bought He bought Golden. Played it at, tried to replay it a handful of times. Only got up to Yukiko's Castle. Didn't even beat Yukiko's Castle and stopped playing. And then he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna wait till it comes out on a bare console." Came out on on Steam, played it on Steam, got to Yukiko's Castle, didn't beat it. Fucking, uh-huh. I haven't heard from him since about it. And I'm like, "You just can't finish games. <laughs> you say you like to play games, but you can't finish them." I'm like. I'm like torn because like I would like to play Persona 3 Portable again, but I'm sticking to my guns, but not buying Atlas stuff until they figure their shit out. So I'm like, eh. Are they? Did they announce if these are gonna be physical releases at all? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, Wario talked about that it was gonna be physical releases as well. So I okay, might good. buy it just to support it, but I don't know if I'm gonna play it. Play it because you know, Golden. I think the Vita version is still. Th- the way to play that until I get a Steam Deck, so. Yeah, although if people want a portable version, I get the Switch would still be a decent. It'll yeah. be like the Vita version, but bigger. So, yeah. Now that that was announced, now people have to come up with something else to complain about not being on the Switch. So <laughs> yeah, they'll go back to my really like, but when we in Twilight Princess and before that, that was the game that people were holding out on, and the weird <laughs> announcement. Actually, a couple that were weird. I didn't expect a Portal compilation to get announced. Well, which is like, I, it's not that they've I, never had Portal on console. It's just more of like, huh? Okay. They announced it previously, but they never put a Did date they? on it. Gotcha. Because like, I didn't remember that, and so it's just like, huh? Okay. And it's out today. Neat. Might get that when it goes on sale because Portal games are kind of fun. So like, it's I have it on PS3 and I have it on PC. There's no good way to really play it on the TV that doesn't require the most ass-backward, annoying controller and system ever made, which is going to be fun, because I'm about to start Star Wars from the the Last Hope International, which is on on PS3, because I am not lugging my PS4 down here. So I'm like, oh, fun system. But yeah, having that on Switch might be cool, just because those are fun games to run through. Even if you know all the solutions, they're still just kind of like, you're playing it for the banter anyway, so. The big weird shock that came out of nowhere was, um... Near Automata on Switch. No, I know what you mean. I'm very surprised mm. at that announcement as well. <laughs> to and the fact that they're doing new costumes for it is also kind of shocking me. I'm hoping it's not going to run like ass, but it probably will. But like, <laughs> it probably will. It's also, um, it's also um, a platinum game, and they handled switch stuff before so if anyone can get their own games to run on the switch it's platinum so and and, you know for near for for automata specifically they can kind of hide using fog and it Mm -hmm. would match that specific game so it'll be nice to see how they do it some people are making jokes someone posted a really pixelated screenshot they're like awesome near automata's on the switch now (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's gonna just, be the, it's it gonna be the super, cloud version. It was super pixelated. So, I mean, that, that's cool that they're doing it. We'll just see how it runs. 
And anything else get announced? There's some other little indie shit. There's that weird, that weird. uh, I'm trying to remember what what the game is like. Uh, like it's like Square made its own Rune Factory game, looking game called Harvestella or something like that. Oh yeah, okay. I remember seeing the name for that. So it's yeah, like, there's some stuff I need to like look at, like look o- over everything very well later. But but it's it's like this? its own Rune Factory game, and I'm like, yes, thank you. I want want to do this, and they they the characters designs look like straight out of like Final Fantasy 14 for some fucking reason. <laughs> but I I'm. I'm happy at that. Out of the new games that got announced, Harvest Style looked oh, really, there was, really good. There was also a Dragon Quest Eleven spinoff that I keep forgetting about. <laughs> it, uh, looks like, it looks like Dragon Quest Monsters. Yeah, sure. it looks like Dragon Quest Monsters. Yeah. So it it, it, it just looks like Builder. or it, Yeah, it looks like Monsters. It looks like the, the, the mobile game, I think, that came out. Mm-hmm. So. But. Oh, yeah, and then, of course... The, off the top of the game or the presentation they're just like hey you know that game that's coming out in like two days don't forget to buy it <laughs> for uh, Monster Hunter mm-hmm. so I'm just like mm-hmm. I'm still sticking with my guns even though I'm happy that you know Gormagala is finally going to be in that game and I, I really hope just get it and to- shut up <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I might get the PC version then. Just do it. I got the PC version. I have to like build my way back up to it in, as well. All to right. Hunt Hunter and go like seven or something. Alright. Alright. I think but, that was all news wise that was announced from today. Yeah. But um was anything else have we talked since the Xbox thing happened? Yeah. Yes we did. We did. We did. We haven't talked since the Final Fantasy VII thing happened. Oh, yeah. I was trying to remember, I'm like, what happened in between? It's because I didn't get to watch the Final Fantasy thing, but I know I know they announced the sequel, a prequel, and I think the beta, Ever Crisis got, a, got yeah, more the, of a date. The beta for Ever Crisis is going to come out this fall, I believe. Okay. Do I have to sign up for that on Play Store? Probably. <laughs> well, let me see. Yeah, why, why, why don't you tell me a little bit about what? Because I missed the actual so, thing. So, Ever Crisis is mm-hmm. very interesting. So they are doing like nicer versions of what the the original Final Fantasy avatars mm-hmm. look like. So it looks kind of like an upres version of that. Um, we'll still have solid, solid mo- or solid backgrounds with the characters moving, kind of like how in Seven was. Mm-hmm. So for that, and then when you go into a a battle, it goes into Final Fantasy VII remake character designs. Okay. So it's very. Is it, it turn based still though? It looks turn based. Okay. I haven't it, from the one battle that they show of him fighting Rufus. It looks turn based. So, but. What's going to be very interesting this time around is this is how they're going to get you is 
they are doing outfits for all the characters that you can play in between up until then. So, like, for example, Eris has this beautiful wedding dress one. Tifa has her dress from um, Don Don's place. Mm-hmm. So, and that could be permanent in-party outfits, but I'm pretty sure it's gotcha items. So, this is how they're yeah, going to get their money. Someone mentioned that they might not be gotcha for those, but, like, equipment might be. Because yeah. previous Square Enix games, costumes were something you bought. Equipment was something you gambled on. Mm. So, which I don't like either of those situations, but I guess if you really want a costume, they do that. Like, you at least know what you're getting. Even yeah. if it's, you know, exorbitant, like, you know, you're if you're spending the five bucks on the costume, at least you're getting the costume that you're paying for and not just the hope that you might get it. Yeah. So, that looks good. Um, they showed more stuff from First Soldier, which is very interesting. And they showed something. So, like, I haven't played First Soldier. My friend has been playing the fuck out of First Soldier for some strange reason. He he goes, there's a character in that game that everyone thinks is Sephiroth. And mm-hmm. the, the, the trailer from that specific trailer for, for that that season for first soldier kind of confirms that sephiroth is that that short-haired character in the game so that Mm -hmm. everyone thought it was so apparently they're at season three so i didn't even know they were that many seasons along and that uh they're gonna do their first american tournament so that's that's good for them i'm happy that first soldier has the amount of people to have tournaments <laughs> for the most mm-hmm. part. So that's that's good for them. But the two big announcements, the really two big announcements here, were Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna run out of rewards after a while. Everyone's gonna think they, everyone everyone in the Metal Gear sub was like, Re- Revengeance is gonna be the third game. Isn't yeah, it? I would take, everyone's like, what is it gonna be? Revengeance, I would take that. Yeah, I'll take Revengeance as well. <laughs> but so, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Rebirth, for the most part, seems like a fairly a fairly up-res adaptation. They're, they're going to change the vo- English voice actors for certain parts. However, the Japanese mm-hmm. ones have stayed the same. Granted, I'm pretty sure they might have changed Reno's voice. Because it looks the, like the, the voice actor passed away, unfortunately. So it looks like, at least just looking at it, um, the ba- I'm looking at just a screenshot. The DMW's back, thank God. I hate yeah, people, and they're the, like, I don't like that. I'm the, like, that's the, the, the fun system, part of the game. The battle system is the exact same. The, the, it looks the like the only thing that they have there. changed is, instead of your, like, um, your attack button seems completely separate from your, uh, your you know, your, like, uh, materia gate, or, you know, your, like, the, uh, the thing on the side that had like your attacks and everything in it like your command deck it looks yeah. like the attack button's been removed from it because before attack was one of the main ones so it's probably attacks on one and then all the other stuff is on square or triangle unless they give him um, closer to the operator and uh, annihilator mode or whatever it is that the cloud had in 7 remake unless yeah. they give him that type of switching thing it looks like they just removed the attack from that bar thankfully because that didn't really need to be there 
but but it yes. looks like the backgrounds are better and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm yeah, wondering yeah, how yeah. the Switch version is going to look, but I swear that's just going to be uh, a streamed version because I'm not allowing <laughs> you to make the joke. Damn it. <laughs> a lot of people were making that joke, by the way. <laughs> but I'll, I'll definitely probably pick up this just because I really like Crisis Core and it's hard yeah. to play it on a handheld nowadays. Just The main thing I want is I want cutscene skip because it's not that I don't mind sitting through the story again, but there's so much inane dialogue in it sometimes and I'm like, oh my god, why is there no skip button in this game? What you talking about? You don't want to hear Loveless get recited to you on top of the towers? <laughs> no, though I, I want to, I'm there for the cutscenes like Zack screaming through a flip phone at Sephiroth and Sephiroth going, <laughs> and just snapping his phone shut. <laughs> Which they're going to probably remove that stuff because it's funny. And well, modern know. game companies don't believe in, in humor anymore. They're going to make it less funny. Damn it. Like, it's, between it's Square not, Enix it's, it's and... Not gonna be, it's not going to be a flip phone. It's just going to be like a fucking, like, like oh yeah, they up his phone. It's not a flip phone anymore. It's like a, like a fucking touch phone. And it was shown mm. in the trailer. <laughs> like, it, the, between Square Enix and Capcom, they're just, like, trying their hardest to remove humor from their games. And I don't understand why, like... <laughs> All the funny well, shit from Crisis Core I expect yeah. to be removed. Like, uh, well, remember well, when? Well, we'll see. We'll remember see. when? Remember when Zach used a bent umbrella as as a uh, as a weapon with no yeah. armor and started fighting Shinra troops? That yeah. will probably be changed. He'll probably just find like a stick or something, or his sword will be there because it's funny. So they have to remove it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, like I said, seven seven remake had a lot of interesting features that we thought that they were gonna shy away from but they just went balls deep with it mm. like honeybee honeybee in i'm just hoping it's i'm just hoping they keep a lot of the fun stuff in it yeah and i'm gonna I miss, hope so too. I'm gonna miss I hearing so uh, i'm just hoping cutscene skip is a thing in this i just really yeah. need that and i hope um you can skip the cutscenes quicker or like make it to auto off for the um for the the uh, regular regular in-screen dialogue no not for that for like um, when the dmw hits a thing and you have to hear i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> just let me skip that after the first three times <laughs> we'll see we'll see but what very very interesting so right after that trailer got an or got released and announced they released the trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, which is now called Rebirth. Did What's, they show a tr- like a a very? Did they show much of the trailer? They showed um, the flashback. Okay. Ba- basically, you um, uh, Cloud and Sephiroth going to uh, what you call to the town nibble to and uh, nibble him to investigate. And you see the the mountain. Okay. What I think it is going to be a fake out, though, because if you watch the trailer and you see how the trailer and camera is positioned, I don't think you're you're moving as Cloud in that trailer. I think you're moving as Sephiroth. Hmm. Because Sephiroth is just moving forward while Cloud is interacting with the environment, not like how you were in the other games, where NPC characters would climb up things while you just like walk right through them sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So it seems like a fake out where you're playing as Cloud and Sephiroth is following you. I think you're playing as Sephiroth. I I'm also really surprised that they're. I'm really surprised. Sorry, I was just thinking. I'm really surprised that they're doing a Crisis Core re like remake or you know remaster or whatever. It mm-hmm. just seems. I thought they were just gonna like fold that stuff into Ever Crisis. Yeah, but like I guess like but, that means that they're gonna be keeping no not into Ever Crisis but into um, um, Rebirth. Yeah. So like, I what, figured they would just like change a lot of that up or just like not make a lot of what Zach did important. What I think is going to happen, I guess, like, this is, like, us going into, this is full spoilers for Remake. And Integrate, for that matter. Well, crap, I can't talk about Integrate right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Okay. I mean, we can we can just keep it, like, uh, we can, uh, we can, uh, once I'll I finally ar- get to Integrate, we I, can I, 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 talk I, about I'll dance more. around, I'll dance around the, 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 the after credit stuff for Integrate. Um, so... Like how the ending for Se- or Seven Remake was, it seems like there's either an alternate timeline or there's two two timelines or if there's a mm. past timeline and something like that. I think that the reason why they introduced Crisis Core Reunion is we are going to play an alt history where Zack lives and we are playing that timeline in Do part of Rebirth. think Reunion is going to be a... Fi- you feel like reunion is going to be a fake out at some point, or I think that it's going to be if you do like a Kingdom Hearts thing where you hundred percent the game, it is going to lead to a cutscene where it doesn't show him dying. Mm-hmm. I'm show ready to watch exact... my boy die in HD this time, though. <laughs> yeah, it's going to show the trailer, or it's going to show the exact same th- scene of what happened in remake, the exact same thing where it shows him fighting everyone. But him just surviving and holding Cloud up into to to Megar, mm. and I think that's going to be the the final trailer or like the the exclusive cutscene if you hundred uh, percent reunion. Because it's like you said, why the fuck are they doing Crisis Core? Because a lot of things that happen in Crisis Core would not make sense in Seven Remake specifically. Mm. Like that's why I feel like little things will probably cut. It's going to be a probably a truncated version. They'll probably remove a lot of the. Because I'm wondering, like, is it actually a remaster of the PSP game, or are they going to get rid of all the mission stuff and just streamline it to be main story only? Hmm. Because that's why I know. Because I don't think if you haven't played Crisis Core, there's a lot of missions that you do on the side, and it's like mission based. Like you select the next story mission, move yeah. on. Yeah. If it's like how remake was, they're gonna streamline this. Yeah, and like, there's not going to be that little stuff. There might be little things here and there, but for the most part, it's probably going to be one big l- thing. Like, n- like, yeah, one narrative that's like ongoing. The reason why it was like that on PSP was just it was very early PSP, and it was just limitations of the hardware to just do little areas at a time. But like, newer consoles are a lot stronger, so like, they, this could just be a completely like t- like bottom like bottom up remake of the game so the reason why i think that is is because the trailer for rebirth starts with an angel feather going down specifically angeals looking like mm-hmm. the angel feather what so color? maybe was it white? yeah it was white 
So I think Sephiroth has a black wing, right? Yeah. And then Angeals is white, and then Genesis is red. And that fucker, that fucker Gak was like teasing the fuck out of that. <laughs> it was nice to know after all this, like everyone kept saying for years that Gak was the holdup for it, and he's just like, nope, they just didn't call me or anything. Like, we're just waiting on them to figure out what they want to do. He was not the holdup for this, like everyone so thought. The reason why they couldn't release it was because they lost the licensing for the other song that they had. Not 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 Gax's song. The other mm-hmm. song, the, the the female artist's song. I'm forgetting off the top of my head. They lost the licensing for that. That's why they couldn't import any other um, Crisis Core to mm-hmm. to other consoles. So, but I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I also think we're going to go from from the beginning of where we left off from remake. All the way to the Temple of the Ancients. I think we're going to go that far. That would make sense, because that would be a good part to... Because what they like, said that, is... That's... Everyone says in the interviews they were saying, this is going to be the lowest of the low that the party is going to take. And when mm-hmm. the fuck are you at the lowest of the low in the game? Near the Temple of the Ancients. Cloud is like pretty much almost dead. Tifa and Barret are like, arrested really, and like... all that crap. When I played through the game, like... 30-ish hours of that game takes place on disc one, if not a little bit more. Most of the games on disc one, because when I were playing, I'm like, it kept going, I'm like, how long is this game? Everyone's like, disc two and three are not that long. Disc three is barely that long, it's just disc one has all that, but then disc two and three still have to have the entire world in there, and they have yeah. longer FMVs in those. Yeah. So that would make sense if... Because like two, like they could fit disc two and three into one game, especially if they're changing things up a lot. Yeah. Also, I think they are. They the trailer does play on the fact that hey, history might change. What you might mm-hmm. know from back then might not happen now. They are playing on that, that 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 anticipation. So, going back to what I think this game is going to be is. I think, spoiler alerts, especially for Fangirl, I don't think Eris mm-hmm. is going to die in this game. In this particular part of the game. I think she's going to die in part three. And she knows mm-hmm. willingly that she has to kill herself so that she can be one with with uh, with the, with the world and stop Meteor. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Like, I am, one thing I do like about how this remake is is they have been up front since the beginning for the most part that, like, they are going to subvert your expectations. There's two different ways to do a remake. There's one, or I guess there's more, well, let's just say there's like three ways to do it. One of them, completely faithful, one-to-one remake, which most people don't do. There is the one where they subvert expectations, but they tell people they're doing it, which is what this is doing. And then there's a Capcom remake, which is telling everyone <laughs> it's a unique remake, it's a one-to-one remake for the most part, but actually but doing ain't. part two. The, the, the second one but not doing anything interesting in the process. So there's three ways to do it, and Capcom's taking... Or Cap, um, Square is at least taking one of the better routes for it. They yeah. also did that with... um, I guess it's kind of Square, but like Tri-Ace did that with Star Ocean First Departure. Uh, mm. When they remade it, they added more to it and made it in line with two at the time. Mm. So like you can do remakes and keep faithful and do more stuff with them, but it just seems to be a dying breed of thing. Yeah. I do like that they're not doing a one-to-one for this, just because... When you have a game that's like a tale as old as time type of thing that's like been around for 20-something years, 
majority of people have played it or seen it. It's nice that it's not a one-to-one or attempting to be a one-to-one. I just hate the battle system. And I think once you play Intergrade, I think you'll like it because they rehauled the entire battle system. Okay, Uh, that's what I've heard. Because the fact that Yuffie plays so differently uh, and she is a more of an aerial character... Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, the aerial combat got um, got an overhaul with this game. I'd so. say for a game that had so much aerial combat in it, they it was so bad in like the remake. It was so bad for so many enemies like midair and trying to get Cloud or Tifa to jump up in the air. Yeah. And like the one thing that would solve it the whole time is having Barrett, but they're like, sorry, Barrett isn't here right now, and neither is Aerith, who also has like An you aerial. know homing aerial attacks they give you the two melee fighters that can't hit anything the worst thing was when you got to the part for the climb in seven remake (laughs) and that's where more aerial remakes or more aerial enemies are around and you finally have barrett back and you finally have other weapons for him his final weapon (laughs) you you have those so you're like trying to go through and all of his better weapons at the time are all melee weapons so it's like (laughs) So you make him a melee fighter who can't jump, but you're wasting your time up, like, leveling up his stuff if you only use his one gun. Neat. Good job. You guys did a terrible fucking job at this. You had one job, and that was to make aerial combat fun, and you didn't. I'm happy I, they be- they fixed it with Intergrade, though. So Or Intermission, rather. I also think that Golden Saucer is going to be exploded upon just, like, on things that you can do. Yeah. Because what was the main, like, number one spot, even in the original game, like, um, uh, the uh, wall market was, like, one of the main hubs that you sent, that you went around in Midgar. And that was Mm -hmm. expanded upon greatly. So I think Golden Saucer this time around is going to just be so much bigger and so much different mini games. I think that's going to be your mini game hub right there. They have like with this one too, they have a lot of expectations to hit cuz everyone liked Golden Saucer. They made yeah. the um, wall market a lot bigger and a lot of people play 14 which has Golden Saucer. So yeah. people their expectation for this is going to be pretty high. Also, I think the the date the date system in that in mm-hmm. the Golden Saucer is going to be extremely um, expand upon. I think you're also going to have, if you choose Barrett or Red 13, it's going to be buddy buddy system instead. Mm-hmm. So. I'm hoping that, like, your, if they let you import your save data, your decisions from the first games with the dresses affects. Oh, yeah. I think that's game. what's going to happen. I think it, they're going to have some system, but I also think, obviously, they're not going to make you keep your uh, materia. I think what's going to happen is you're going to have Yuffie. That's going to be entered near the mm-hmm. beginning of the game. I think you're going to have your all you're going to be if you never played it, you'll have like super high materia. And if you did play it, you'll you'll have your um your level materia in the game for that first beginning stuff and then Yuffie comes steals spoiler what she does mm-hmm. in the original game. It comes in, steals all your materia and then somehow resets it. So I think Yuffie is the way to do the reset button on Materia. Because there's no way that you're going to be like level fucking 50 and then just going back to level 1 again. They're going to have to 
really think of how they're going to push the reset button on that. Because <laughs> it's not going to be like dot hack where you're just you're going to your character's going to keep on continue continually going going up as well. But going back to um, my other theory with Zach, so I think that especially with the stuff from from Intergrade. Um, and the, the announcement of Crisis Core, I think you're going to also be playing as Zack. But it's going to be like a Laguna Dream sequence thing. Mm. Where you're, you're going to be playing best of hits areas of where your party is, and then it's going to line up with Zack and his, his party. And it could be the same people, could not be the same people, because um, I just don't want to talk about spoilers from that. Mm-hmm. But instead of Sephiroth, he's going to fight Genesis. So, hmm. I think Genesis is in this game. I think Genesis is alive. He's technically still alive, even in in, in the original timeline. I think Genesis is going to be Zax's Sephiroth if Zack is going to have a major party in this game. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of zoned out for a minute. <laughs> I but, definitely zoned out for a second, which is probably good because I'm like I want to. I don't want to remember any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you're gonna be playing both as Zach and Cloud, but Zach is going to be like Laguna in Final Fantasy VIII, where you're gonna be playing mm-hmm. certain parts in a dream sequence, and then him just catching up to your party. At the end of all this, I still feel like they should have just remade Final Fantasy VIII because that's the one game that they made that needs a story and a remake. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Like after they do this, who knows what's going to happen with with the other with the other games? I don't so. think we'll see that. They still we're still waiting. So remember that Nvidia leak for a, a while back that included Final Fantasy IX remake, and we're still waiting to see that. I hmm. think it's just going to be if it is anything. It's going to be a slightly updated version of 9, but with the anime art style whenever the anime is announced, just Mm. so they have that. I don't think Mm. it will be a complete remake, or if it is a remake, it's going to be, like, more in line with... I'm trying to think. It's just probably going to be a lot lower key than this. It's not going to be a big thing like this. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's one of the big things here. Um, Oh, and then... uh, So Crisis Core is going to come out in November. So much sooner than we thought, and then Rebirth is going to be announced next summer, mm-hmm. or sometime within the next year in 2023, which is crazy because 16 is going to be in spring. Yeah, so, that's what I was wondering because next year is going to be it's going to be very Final Fantasy heavy in the next year. Yeah, I mean B them are going to be really fucking happy. <laughs> so. Who knows? I mean, we have. I mean, granted, Square's going up against itself too. I mean, with uh, Forspoken also being around November, if I remember correctly, or was it September? I forget. It's one of those. But they they have some knockout games this this coming with this coming fiscal year, even next fiscal if if uh, when's Rebirth is in the summer. But it is going to be the summer, so I think it's going to be August, August or September to be perfectly. Idealing with everything. I just remembered because to myself, I'm thinking, God, I really don't fucking care about Final Fantasy. I just remembered that 
uh, the the tomorrow in Japan they're having a Star Ocean six, um, reveal, like uh, announcement thing, like Ooh. more stuff to ex- like explaining it. So yay, it's gonna yay. be at eight p.m. tomorrow. So that's time? Japan time. time. So that's gonna be what time here? So what time is it now in Japan. Time is it now? It's eleven thirty. So in like seven and a half hours, it's gonna be there. So I'm gonna wake up to Star Ocean news. Neat. Cool. I wish they were doing it in English, but and that's why I need to get a hold of a PS5. I have a I. I have Star oh. all every Star Ocean game on PlayStation, so I need it and one yeah. six on PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. So Rebirth is only gonna be PS5, for now. Yeah, which we. Assumed. We knew. We knew it was. When people, like, I do think they shouldn't have misled people for so long about it being everything on PS4, but, like, we all, we all knew. We all knew. We all knew. So, there's that. I think, uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, like, for someone that wasn't really into 7 beforehand, the whole stuff at the remake and just this world it really got to me this time around i and i i like i said i wasn't the biggest seven guy i was more of an eight for the aesthetic not so much the story because there was none (laughs) but i'm 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 quite happy i'm really quite happy and i can't wait to see what happens with cloud and the gang (laughs) and to find out more stuff with 16 as well I'm pretty interested in them and seeing what they do with. It, like it, I've had more intrigue thinking, trying to figure out what the hell they're doing, yeah, than anything else. So, especially like like I said, it, because spooky time ghost is on gone. I think there we're gonna see some minor things change here and there from the original mm-hmm. storyline, because faith is not keeping to what it is. That's why I don't think. I don't think Eris is going to die. I don't think Eris is going to die in this game. Do you, do you think Wedge is still alive? <laughs> oh, man. I wish. <laughs> you think Jesse's going to come back and, like, her I her think, large... I think... <laughs> her overly large remake boobs kept her alive in the, in the y- smush? Yes, yes. I Yeah, that's... Uh, a lot of people think if Jesse is alive, I think she's going to show up in the Golden Saucer. I think Jesse is going to show up in Zack's part. Mm-hmm. As a singer in Golden Saucer, if mm-hmm. we don't get Jesse back in the traditional sense, I think we're going to see Jesse as a singer in the Golden Saucer. Was that what she always wanted to do? Yeah, that's uh, what she said she yeah. wanted to do. Yeah, she said she wanted to be a singer. So I think that if she, like if the whole thing of Seven not happening and Zach being still alive, I think in the Golden Saucer part of that game. When you're playing as Zach, you will see Jesse be a singer instead. And I think they'll do a whole thing where she's singing, like mm-hmm. an entire song. So, I, I'm because everyone loved Jesse. Everyone loved Jesse, and I don't think Square is that stupid to be like, "Yo, we're gonna leave that on the table." <laughs> but yeah, you know uh, that's that's pretty much it on the Final Fantasy VII part. <laughs> it, yeah. Overall, it was a really good twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna say mm-hmm. that much. Right. Is there anything else before we head into questions? I can't think of anything else that was announced. Not really. Not game wise. Yeah. So we're like at the end of E3 air quote season here. So it's gonna slow down. I'm probably gonna be nerding out about Star Ocean in two weeks. So let's enjoy this. 
while we can. Alright, let me pull up the questions. You okay to go to questions? Yes. Alright, there was some posted the day after we recorded, so let me start with those. These are from my Discord server. If you listen, join my Discord server, and then you can um, add que- ask questions whenever you want. We'll get to them as soon as we record the podcast. Uh, first set we have is coming from Miles. Um, they said they forgot to ask their question. Lamau, so I'll ask it now for next time. What are some of your favorite go-to comfort games, like comfort food games? Whether it's because of a bad day or just playing a game for nostalgia's sake, what is your favorite, like, comfort game, comfort food game? Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. That's a good one. Because I played that game so much times that I know everything off the back of my hand that... Even if I'm playing European Extreme Mode, I can kind of relax and kind of just get invested into something that I know that I'm going to have fun with. And I can just fuck around because the AI system is so smart in that game at certain points. Mm. For me, it's either Metroid Zero Mission or Space Channel 5 Part 2. I like to try and at least go through a Metroid game like Zero Mission and or Fusion every year. It's gotten harder as time's gone on just because of being busy and hand problems, but those two I try and go through. And Space Channel 5 is like my pick-me-up game because it's just like it's very relaxing. It's a rhythm game and it's very upbeat. But yeah, those... those. Uh, our next question is from Mass. Best company showing so far? Um... I honestly think Xbox did the best. Not necessarily that it had the best things shown off. It just had the most amount of games and the best, like, oh, I know exactly what's coming out this year and almost all the stuff I would want to try or I want to play is coming to Game Pass, so. Yeah. If we're talking big three, yeah. I I will have to concede for for the fanboy's sake and say that Xbox had had a really good showing. They had a fucking phenomenal showing. I was a little peeved at at um. I was gonna say Starcross, but I fucking forgot Starfield. Starfield. I think <laughs> Starfield. A little peeved at Starfield, but a a a a gut punch to what is an, a phenomenal presentation overall. There's nothing to sneeze at that. You know, Nintendo did mm-hmm. its darnest, but in, even though they didn't have a first party one per se, this is technically like their right? There's this is their E3 show because it's specifically mm. things for them. Yeah, they had yeah, this, th- they also had a thing for Xenoblade 3, which was their next upcoming big game. So like yeah. they they should like we, we might not have gotten a lot of brand new announcements, but like we get a direct every two to three months, so Yeah, so it's not really really much of a, a, a thing there. Uh, Sony, I mean, Sony had one job to announce God of War whenever the fuck that was, and they didn't do it. Um, they needed to yeah. have shown that if they are still going to be in the running for this year, granted they do still have games that might be very well, very good for this year, they are still projecting as of right now. Uh-huh. Until they announce God of War, if it's going to be this year, um, it's obvious Honestly, I think it might be PlayStation's year regardless because of just all the games that might be going out that is toward third party for them. But, you know, Game Pass is still a very hard pillow to go up against. And I'm going to yeah, give like you can, You can sell as much stuff as you want, but when you have a system that's hard to get a hold of, all of your mm. stuff is being pushed into the next year, and like your new service doesn't really have the 
a lot of stuff people want on it. You can yeah. announce whatever you want. Like the other, the, the flip side is Xbox has games coming right away. So yeah. So, so I mean, it just yeah. But if we are going against other things, I really think Square had probably the best showing. To be honest, even mm-hmm. with I mean all, overall all th- like. But like up from all their all the different things, Square Enix probably showed off the most games. Yeah, like that are coming to everything. If you're a Square Enix fan or an RPG fan, you're going to be eating well for the next year or so. Yeah, you are going to be eating fucking phenomenally for the next two years. Mm-hmm. So, if I had to pick out of the big three, yeah, Microsoft won. That there's no hands down about that. But if I had to pick a game company. No, Square. Square, mm. largely above. And that's not even going for the games that are specifically for PS5, which will only be for next year. Let's see. Our next question is coming from Yang. I think I'm the only one that can like, really answer this. Uh, out of all the Star Ocean games, which one is your favorite so far? If there are others you... If other, if the others have played it too, what are theirs too? Okay, gotcha. I don't think you've played Star Ocean, have you? No, no I have not. I've, I've been meaning okay. to get around to it, but I guess I'll... When six comes up, maybe I'll start on from six. Uh, yeah, I would. S- I don't know. I don't, I don't know where they're going with six, so it's hard to say. But like, anyway. Uh, so <laughs> I like all the Star Ocean games. One doesn't have the most engaging story, like even the remake and whatever. It just it is what it is. It's a Super Nintendo RPG. Most Super Nintendo games don't have great stories. Just like just to burst everyone's bubbles. Even all the RPGs you like, most of their stories are just okay. Most it was really down to gameplay with a lot of those. Uh, I do like it. I do think it's a very cozy game to play. The second game, I like the story a lot more. I like the characters a lot more. Um, but like compared to one and two, even the remake versus the original, like if you take the like the original version of two and even the PSP version, it's much qu- like the first departure is a snappier experience overall. So it's almost more fun to play one, despite the fact that two is better. So I really like those two. Those are like top 10 RPGs for me. And even 3 is getting up there. Even with like... 3 was is one of those that has like... A twist that kind of pissed a lot of people off in 2003. But I think it's really interesting now. Um, have you have you finished Xenoblade? No, I've, I've never played Xenoblade as well. Okay. Xenoblade and, and Star Wars Until the End of Time kind of have very similar... It's not exactly the same, but they have very similar ideas or concepts that like that that takes them from feeling like just a fantasy or typical RPG into more sci-fi and meta areas at times. And I think mm. in 2003, people didn't like that. Someone explained it to me as in, after The Matrix came out, everyone was trying to be The Matrix again. I'm like, okay, I can see that, but I really like where the story's gone in 3. So I think I like I like all the ones I played so far. I have played every Star Ocean game for at least five minutes <laughs> before now, but like four and five, I could not tell you anything about it, and I'm going to be playing them soon. Uh, but I'd say out of all the Star Ocean games, three is my favorite right now, just because it's the one I'm currently playing, and that's just how my brain works. It's the it hasn't felt as long as it is. Like, one was about 30, 35 hours, first departure was, and it was it felt like a PSP RPG or a Super Nintendo one. Two, the same way, it feels like a PS1 RPG. It was about 45, 40, 45 hours, and both those felt like they were not dragging, but like, you know, like when you're like, oh, this game needs to be over at this point. I'm near the end of three. 
and I'm still okay with the fact that I'm almost 60 hours in. Like, I want to see the ending, but I don't feel like the game is dragging. Like, once you get the crafting down in those games and start making good items, good weapons, it just becomes very engaging. And after you beat Star Wars Until the End of Time, there's a lot of post-game content as well, which I'm not going to play right now. So, like, it, that one has such good with... It's so good at pacing. It's one of the mm. few RPGs I've played where, like... It's like that and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Those are two recent memory RPGs that I have played where it's like, wow, these games absolutely understand pacing despite how long they are and how much there is to do and, like, making... Because, like, it, even Yakuza Like a Dragon has crafting system, different job mm. classes. It doesn't feel as long as it was. I think it still took me, like, upwards of 60 hours to beat Lad... And it didn't feel like it was taking too long. Oh. And like... I wouldn't oh. be surprised... Speaking of Like a Dragon, I wouldn't be surprised if we get 8. This um, this Tokyo Game Show. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'd say 8 needs to be shown soon, because I know they just finished DLC for Judgment, or Lost Judgment, but like they gotta be. like eight. They said it was already in development, and so it's probably coming up soon. Yeah, I would want to say within the year we're going to get a release, a trailer and release cuz yeah, within, uh, usually, the, within like a year time, not this year, but within the next year. Yeah, within the next year, I think we are going to get the trailer and release date or even trailer release date within the couple months cuz that's how Yakuza games have been as of right now where they do the trailer for it and like several months later, here you go, here's the release. <laughs> I think what's taking so long with this one is they're moving to a worldwide release for everything. Because I think yep. Lost Judgment came out for, like, at least within a week of yep. uh, releases. So I, I think, think that's, like, we're used to seeing, like, Yakuza come out a year later, we get it six months to a year later. I think the reason why it's taking so long is they are getting everything ready and everyone's getting it at the same time, which is awesome. So I'm, more, also, I'm okay waiting. I also think they revamped this system kind of slightly, mm. just so that it meshes well with the world, because I don't think they want to have characters and enemies fly across the fucking screen they, like they did as in much the as I love that, they get As much as I love that every once in a while, I did get frustrated at times, but they got one pass on yeah. it, because it was yeah. new and different. This time yeah. they got it. That's how I was like with 7 Remake. I'm like, they get one pass with this battle system, but since I know more are coming this has to be better after this yeah they got the one pass as much as i didn't like seven remake stuff but like i know they're working on it at least which which reminds me so are you going to just wait till you get a ps5 to play intergrade or that's are you going to be that's like, the only way i like, can do it okay oh, so you, i'm, not, you don't I, I'm not buying on pc i'm not spending 70 dollars for a pc version when like i can just upgrade for free and pay 10 20 bucks for new dlc so i really just need a ps5 at this point i would like mm. to play it sooner than later but mm -hmm. i if we didn't move i would have a ps5 by now <laughs> yeah i was gonna say um and then you know they've been kind of good on it because i've been seeing queues go up for it almost every other day at this point. Yeah. The thing is, I could get one if I want right now, between the queues yeah. or someone I know that has one. It's just down to money. It yeah. really, that's really all it is. Yeah. My girlfriend's like, just save up money. I'm like, we just bought stuff for the house. That's what's stopping this. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, it'd be cool if we had one. I'm like, wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't it be it? cool if we had one? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> like, I got the Series X, and, I need, and I'm grateful for that. 
Yeah. And I wouldn't I would want to buy one anyway, but I'm just like I need oh. to have one before Star Ocean comes out. Which also reminds me if it gets announced and by the time you don't get a 5, will you be playing on Xbox? Cuz I'm pretty sure what they'll do is they'll put on uh was it available game pass day one? I don't think it was. It wasn't day one, but it, eventually it was. Um, it just depends, Yakuza. I'm not tied to... So, like, I have all the Yakuza games on PS4. Ideally, mm. I'd like it on PS5, but mm. I'm well, not... I th- what I think is going to happen, though, it's going to take your save data. Um, so, whatever game you... Or whatever console you played on 7, I think they're going to take... Yeah, prior, so I'll need to get a PlayStation prior, so I can... Prior, prior information. Actually, I don't know, because I'd have to rebeat it on PS5. No matter what, I'd have to rebeat the game. No, so. um, you you can upload your data to... Oh, you can? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'd like it on PlayStation, so I was just waiting. I wish I had some... I, let's see, I could probably sell one of my stupid fucking games that I don't play that's worth money. Did you know Rhythm Thief on the 3DS is worth $450 now? What? Have you ever heard of Rhythm Rhythm Thief? No. Okay, so it was basically this, like... It, it has some Space Channel 5-like mechanics into it. Think of it as, like, if Space Channel 5 and Professor Layton had a baby. Weird yeah. combination, but, like, it's like a, like a mystery game, but, like, what you do is when you infiltrate and steal stuff, you play, like, a little rhythm thing. And a couple of them are actually ripped directly from Space Channel 5. Uh, but they made one, and they made it seem like they are making a series, and it didn't sell well, and then put on iOS, and it was like a microtransaction scummy piece of shit. And now mm. that game is so hard to find, if you have a US copy, I saw them, like, cheapest one, $450 on eBay. I just, like, I went on GameEye the other day, because, like, I have an app where I scan in every game I get to keep track of what I own, because it does get hard to remember after a while. And I just looked, and at the top, it's like, it was that game. I'm like, what the hell? And I put it in Discord, and Seabass is like, yeah, that game got expensive recently. Neat. Cuba War is still my most expensive. It's at six forty nine now, apparently. Yeah. By the way, what what was that game that I bought you for, for the Dreamcast? What, what, what was that? Oh, Time Stalkers. Time Stalkers. Yeah. That is an RPG. Okay. I'm trying to remember money? how to describe it. Um... Was it, around, was, it, was it around the, the, the pricing that I bought it for? Let me see. How much was it again? I think it was 40 40 or 50 Oh, yeah. I still need to pay you back for that. I'll, I'll get you back on that. This game. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'll, it's it's, it's on you know, the I'm, list of IAUs. <laughs> now, that list is like, after a while, I'd be like, you are paying for my daughter's college tuition. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see time stalkers dreamcast i know use if it's like 45 let's see disc only is around like 14 uh let's see if i can find a complete in box one game in manual i think it was like right on the money 45 dollars yeah. right on the money yeah, yeah, yeah but since like it's i always prefer like i don't mind buying off ebay but if someone can look at it in person and be like this looks good i'll spend a little bit extra money on tax because you you saw it in person. Yeah. I looked at it. It looks nice. Mary-Kate and Ashley Crush Course. Or not Crush Course. Winner's Circle also looks nice. Looks barely played, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Got that for like three bucks. <laughs> which is right around the money for it. Mm. Everyone wants to buy Crush Course. That's why. Crush Course is, is like a little bit more expensive. Which I still need yeah, to I, find. I want to... 
I'm like I teeter between this edge of like wanting to buy a bunch of garbage games, then realizing like those are garbage, and I know it's funny, but like the joke only lasts so long. So I try and stop myself from buying more garbage games. Um, K Dog yeah. once went and bought like twenty shitty games and sent them to me. He's like, "I'm gonna send you a box of garbage." I'm like, "Haha." He's like, "No, I'm going to find bad movie game stuff and send them to you." And he did. I have Alias on original Xbox based off the TV show <laughs> Alias. I have a sealed like, copy of the Da Vinci Code on PS2. Like, so, like, I was going to ask for your dream Dreamcast, like, collection. Are you going to try mm-hmm. get, like, a majority of the games, or...? So, I'm never going to try and go for full, like, oh, like um, full library, because, like, things like Alebleed are already, like, in several hundred dollars, and I bought a Japanese copy, mm-hmm. which wouldn't count, because it's not the U.S. one. So, like, I bought that a while back, but... I have, there's like a couple games I still want. I want Time Stalkers. If I ever find Power Stone 1 and 2, I'd like them. Oh, yeah. Um, I would like to get a copy of Crazy Taxi with the case for, uh, Crazy Taxi 2 with the case. But like, I'm pretty much keeping it to what do I want, what is not available on other things, and going from there. Because mm. like, I got D2, which is not on anything else. It cost me 100 bucks. Only on that system, never going to get ported or remastered. It's just not possible. The director died, and it uses a lot of, like, archiving footage at the end of it. So, like, it's not worth anyone's time to redo it. So. Yeah, I also, yeah. Got, Final, I also got Final Fantasy VIII, Black Label. I've I was like, that. Yeah. That was one's like, not that hard to find. I think people yeah. forget. They'll be like, oh, I got insert Final Fantasy PS1 game Black Label. I'm like, cool. We all do. We all do. <laughs> it's not like seven. I think is the most expensive one, and it's like what, like fifty bucks or something. Yeah, and it just keeps coming down in price because they keep re-releasing it. It was twenty four dollars, but I didn't have the the uh, manual. But I can buy that. Mm-hmm. That's that's an easy find. Most, a lot of the manuals too, with the greatest hits ones, sometimes are the exact one from the black label. They just didn't swap over the copy. Because what yeah. I did was I had a black label eight. And I didn't have a manual. Well, I bought a Greatest Hits that had a black label manual on it for some reason, and I just swapped it in there, and now I have a complete copy. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, what was... Uh, I, also, I also picked up VR Missions again. Mm. So... Which is also good, and that was like 25. Yes, yeah, so I, I spent a good chunk of change that day. Even though I told myself, I shouldn't be buying stuff. Well... I saw American Ashley and I was like, well, might as well ask Lou. Trick yourself. Might as well ask Lou if he wants anything since I found a bunch of games I needed. Trick yourself, 2007. Yeah. But yeah, let's go back to questions. Last question we have is from Baku. Did you know about the return of Mega Man Network? If you did play one of those games, what's your opinion about it? Never played them. I have a couple of the Game Boy Advance ones because someone in the community sent me them. And yep. I just haven't played them yet. So, how about you? Because you did it. like. Never played it. Always watch the anime. Want to play it. Can't wait to for this collection to come out. To be when, honest, when they come out, we should both get the because they're coming out in two collections. Because yeah. of course they are. Um, yeah. We should get it and play them, and that can just that could be like one of our things that we go through and talk about. <laughs> Like okay, well, we'll we'll have like uh, we have something that Timber can't add on again. (laughs) We can have an extra monthly episode where we just talk about Mega Man Battle Network games that we're playing through. Yes, yes. I'll enjoy that. I'll enjoy that very much. So, 
But, uh, yeah, that's the last of our questions. Thank you for asking questions. Please ask more in the future, and we would always like to, we always like questions. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else? Um, this, it's a pretty short episode, but, I mean, there's really not a whole lot to talk about, and Timber is not here again. He better yes. be the next one, or else I'm kicking him off the podcast. I swear. And you know what? This episode was originally supposed to be our Captain K episode. So what happens if Captain mm-hmm. K was going to come on, and then that fucker couldn't come on the episode? It'd be mm-hmm. very, very weird with just me and Captain K. <laughs> like, hi, so you're, um, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Captain K. Oh, oh so, no, uh, Rhythm Thief has dropped down to $300, uh... Um, bid. It was four fifty over the weekend. No. Oh wait, no. There's a four fifty copies are still there. Anybody want to trade me a PS five for a copy of Rhythm Thief and the Emperor's Treasure on the three DS? I should yes. try and get Shotgun to do that. Feel like it's nearly <laughs> worth that money, and you can turn around and sell it later. Oh, by the way, did you see the pricing for for Persona two that I sent you? That book off was trying like, to hawk. How much was it again? I've never seen it. Four four seventy five. I was like, "Fuck that!" So, um, B bought that off a friend for like a hundred and fifty or two hundred, I think, which was yeah. a good deal then. I bought yeah. mine for thirty eight dollars a while back. Let me see where yeah. Persona. If anyone lis- is still listening, uh, Persona Two is absolutely fucking stupid price on PS One. Yeah. Um, most of them completed like complete in box, very good shape, run for about four hundred dollars. Yeah. What about that Parasite Eve 2? Parasite Eve 2 has gone up in price. Let me see. Parasite. It sucks because that one jumped up, but, like, it's not that good. Like, it, some people yeah. like it. I don't really care much for it, but, like, it was it was, was it going for a while for, like, not that much, and then it jumped up to over 100. Was the first one, or was it the second one that had the opera? That first one. It was the first one, right? Yeah. All the all the memorable stuff is in the first Happened in game. the first one, yeah. Let's see, Parasite Eve 2, no manual, You're, it's around 100 bucks, complete, mm. complete in box, okay, about 100 bucks for Parasite Eve 1. Because mm. I'm thinking, I was like, I get paid next, or this week, maybe I can go buy Parasite Eve 2. Hmm. If it's still there. It's just it just so happened that Book Off had these two new games. There. Occasionally, they just randomly have PS One games there that that are there for like a good month, and then they're not there anymore. Always so. makes you wonder. It's like who on this island has all these old games that decide one day who am I going to sell my collection off? Yeah. Like I exactly. expect to see a lot more Japanese ones of that there than like the U.S. copies because oh, like oh man. So the the one that I'm that I go to. This is the one that's more popular. So, this is the one that has all the English games, but they have like a shitload of Japanese Famicom games that just no one touches. Mm-hmm. But then and then the the one that is near the card shop that I go to, that has a lot more of the variety stuff, but not so much of the English stuff. So like this the the one that I go always go to has a lot more of the English stuff. It's very very interesting for book off. But yeah, that shall we wrap up yeah let's go ahead because i'm in spider land right now so uh (laughs) thank you for listening to this episode of potasaurus ken where can people find you you can find me on my japanese music-based podcast called ongaku you you can find it on all social media platforms at 
Twitter, and Instagram at ongakudu. You can follow the website where I talk about the Japanese music industry at ongakudu.com. You can also follow me personally at otykan1 where I talk about Bang Dream, my naiba, Robocall, and Robo, and stuff that my daughter does, and Joshi Pro Wrestling, I guess. I've been putting so, that on the high rise as of late. It's just still really weird that I'm like realizing that I'm slowly becoming the like the childless friend in most my friend groups now. Like aside from my main group of friends here, everyone yeah. else I'm in the group like, oh, I'm the one that doesn't have a kid, so I'm the weird one out. So I keep telling my girlfriend I have dad vibes, no kids. It's great. I have the best of both worlds. <laughs> it's okay. You have timber. True. You have timber. Where but for me, you? you can find. Oh, sorry. But for me, you can find me Monday through Friday on twitch.tv slash Hunter at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time or Central Daylight Time. Currently, I keep forgetting that's a difference right now. And oh, I play JRPGs and retro games. I It's pretty much on play now because that's just how life works and my hands work. So, when they do. And you can also find me on TikTok, Twitter, and every other social media at also Hunter. And TikTok hopefully can be will be updating soon. It's just it's been a busy month. I try and do it here little as I can. Um, at least coming in the future, game wise for the commit for like the stream, uh, we're gonna finish the next Star Ocean game, and then Xenosaga is gonna be coming up sometime after that. So look forward to that. Eventually we'll get to Final Fantasy IX. I am just waiting for the person who basically paid for me to play it through uh, an incentive to be more to be able to watch it. So one day we will play that game. And outside of that, also check out the Potosaurus on Twitter, and it's at the Potosaurus and at Team Retrosaurus, which is my Twitch team. And go follow all the lovely people on there who are great and do other fun content as well. Yee. And Yee. you also can go follow Timber. He's Timber Taft on shit. Just he's not here. He hasn't he's been here, here for like the last month. If he's not at the end yeah. of the next episode, we're just going to be straight talk. We're going to do a shit talk episode on Timber if he doesn't show yeah. up. Next it's the whole start to finish two hours of us making fun of Timber. Without yeah. him being here to defend himself like we he usually can. Well, it's not like he listens to the episode anyway. That's so. true. He does not. But yeah, anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of Potosaurus. I hope you have a great time and a good whatever it is that you do. And I'm going to get out of the spider land now. Goodbye. Yes, please. I'm like heebie-jeebieing just by doing <laughs> the word spider. <sighs> Goodbye. Actually, we'll get to Final Fantasy IX. I am just waiting for the person who basically paid for me to play it through uh, an incentive to be more to be able to watch it. So, one day we will play that game. And outside of that, also check out the Potosaurus on Twitter, and it's at the Potosaurus. And at Team Retrosaurus, which is my Twitch team, and go follow all the lovely people on there who are great and do other fun content as well. Yee. And Yee. you also can go follow Timber. He's Timber Taft on shit. Just, he's not here. He hasn't he's been here, here for like the last month. If he's not at the end yeah. of the next episode, we're just going to be straight talk. We're going to do a shit talk episode on Timber if he doesn't show yeah. up. Next it's the whole start to finish two hours of us making fun of Timber. Without yeah. him being here to defend himself, like we he usually can. Well, it's not like he listens to the episode anyway. That's so. true, he does not. But yeah, anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of Potosaurus. I hope you have a great time and a good whatever it is that you do, and I'm going to get out of the spider land now. Goodbye. Yes, please. I'm like heebie-jeebieing just by doing <laughs> the word spider. <sighs>
Goodbye. Goodbye.